We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. A pleasure to have you along. We've talked a lot about the Founding Fathers the last couple of weeks. We've had Dre on. We've had Ron on. Joe came on to, to kick everything off. Scooter was on last week. Let's bring on Kamaya Smalls now as uh, she is the only female member of the Founding Fathers and she's back for another year. Hi, Kamaya. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you guys how's it doing today? I'm really well. I, I appreciate you doing this. And um, How exciting is this for you? Is, is this a big deal for you? Thank you for thank you for having me and absolutely um it's super exciting um I'm very happy to be here I'm ready to get started and we're about to go win a couple games absolutely hopefully six right yeah exactly <laughs> you know talk a little bit about your your participation in this and, and wanting to do this and being a part of it last year um, has this been a, a thrill for you over these last couple of years to be able to do this. Um, it's meant a it's meant a lot to me, a whole lot to me, especially coming off of last year. It makes it even more exciting for this year. Um, I love playing, you know, with my JMU brothers, but like it's about women's sports for me. To be honest, it's about giving women that chance to uh, participate in this tournament. You know, I'm hoping that one day we can actually get a women's side going. So um, I'm excited to just put on for my girl. It's girl power on this side. <laughs> I mean, it is a big deal for you to be a part of this team and, and be in this tournament. I mean, I've seen a couple publications make a big mm-hmm. deal that, that you're on this team. It does. It matters. It matters. It matters. It's, it's big time. It's um, it's a step and changes that we need to evolve the game, you know. So I'm just happy that they're giving me the opportunity. I'm happy that, you know, my brothers, they welcome me with open arms. So. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, when, when they approached you a couple of years ago and, and after you were done playing, and obviously you were trying to, and still trying to, to have that professional dream right now, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. as we continue, but was this a no-brainer for you to, to join up with these guys? Absolutely. I mean, he asked me, I'm like, no questions asked. If I'm available, I'm coming, for sure. You know, when you were a part of this a year ago, kind of talk about that experience and coming so close to, to beating sideline cancer and just I've talked to some guys about it and they, they said it was an unbelievable experience, but mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing you kind of feel the same way, don't you? Yeah, for sure. It was, um, I probably saw it from a different perspective than a lot of them did, but I think in a lot of ways that for all of us, that was all, most of our first experience in that, in those moments. And it was, it was like a dream come true, kind of like, it was like one of those things where it was like unreal. Like, we're out here, and, you know, we're the underdogs in a situation. We're used to that. So we're riled up. We're hyped. We're excited. It was it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, it was it different than you, you expected it would be? Um, No, we were exactly – it was basketball, you know. Yeah. It was about going out there and grinding it out, Uh, you know, playing defense, getting getting some shots on offense. It was, it was good. It was really good. And it was it was even more exciting to watch them get excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mentioned a different perspective. Talk about your perspective and just uh, just kind of w- what it was like for you. Um, it was just, it was, um, it was interesting. It was kind of, like, I'm around basically all men in this experience. Like, even the other right. teams, they're all guys, you know? So, it's just weird watching how they, not weird, excuse me, it's interesting watching <laughs> them uh, get ready for games and just prepare for moments and watching them talk to each other and the way that they interact on the court. And the, like, it, it was it was great. It was literally like probably one of the best experiences I've had in the, in the basketball setting. So you're telling me that it's a lot different than, uh, than the females, right? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, we're like on two different sides of the spectrum. <laughs> what kind of stood out with, with with what they do to get ready or communicate? Is it, how is it a lot different than what you guys do? I mean, I think that guys are much more individual. Um, you see, like they're much more into themselves. But like when they're in between those lines, they they come together. 
they're they're talking to each other. They're going to and listen. Women get to it too. We're pretty feisty, you know. We're sassy. <laughs> but the guys, when they go at it and they start and they're hitting the shots and they're going back to back with the buckets, it's just it gives you a little bit more bounce. <laughs> have you taken that with you to to maybe uh, go overseas or even in the WNBA this past year? Do you have some of that now in you? Oh yeah, for sure. We come from JMU, so you know we built on dogs, the dog mentality. So all of us, we're always like that. We come like that. I was gonna say you had a little bit of that anyway, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We're talking to Kamaya Smalls again. She's a part of the founding fathers and the JMU great. We'll talk about that. But you know, to be back in it and and, and play it this year, and for you guys to get that taste last year and, uh-huh. and be back in it, um, all the guys have been telling me, you know, it was last year was awesome. It was great. But, man, we, we got to win now. Is that yeah. kind of the mindset? Yeah, exactly. Last year last year was cute. You know, last year was uh, you, get your, you get your foot in the door to, like, this time we coming to win. Like, this isn't, just, this isn't just for play for us. This is something that we're committed to, you know. Every time all of us step in between those lines, we're going out there to win. So that's always the end goal. Tell me about your role a little bit and, and kind of how you see your role on this team. Certainly you, you want to play as many minutes as possible, and, and, yeah. and you will. But um, do you feel like you can kind of mentor these guys and maybe – because you mentioned individual, and I've kind of seen that throughout the years too. Sometimes yeah. the, the guys do play more individual than the uh-huh. women do when you guys share the ball more. Is there something that you can yeah. bring to the table kind of as a, as a player-coach type? Um, yeah, for sure. I think that that's honestly one of my biggest roles on the team to still be a leader. I think I bring that in girls and boys basketball. Just because I'm not out there playing 40 minutes with them doesn't mean I can't see and understand what's going on. So I definitely try to tell them, like, if, if I saw something, yeah, they're going to hear it from me because I know what I'm talking about, too, you know. So uh, I'm, I just try to help them as much as I can, uh, give them, like, my perspective of it, just let them know, like, what we could do better because, like I said, at the end of the day, all we all want to do is win. The one thing that seems pretty cool is just the the camaraderie that that there is mm-hmm. with this team, the chemistry. And you mentioned that they they welcomed you with open arms, and I'm get it seems like they're open to, to hearing any conversations from you that you have that something could be different. Um, uh-huh. Is that the special part of this team? Yes, a very special part of it. As you, uh, um, as a lot of people know, a lot of these guys they play together. They're they're mm-hmm. locked in. They're brothers. They're they've been they've been grinding it out between those lines for a long time. So. For them, this is easy for them to go out there. Like this is things that people dream of, you know, to come back with your old college teammates and get some, get some running. So they love it, and it, it's exciting to watch how much it excites them. This tournament has really taken off, and you mentioned to try and maybe hopefully start a, a women's tournament at some point in time. But mm-hmm. it, is it kind of amazing to see how this tournament has taken off? Yes, yes, it is like it's like evolving basketball. But that's yeah. why that's why I'm doing it for the opportunity for women to do this as well for us to get the opportunity to evolve because. I think if you get a girl side going, I think it'll only take this tournament farther. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the one thing I do love with this tournament is the Elam ending. Where, where, where under four Ooh. to go, you add eight, the first of that number mm-hmm. wins because it's not about mm-hmm. fouling at the end. It's about getting stops and scores. Mm-hmm. Do you love the Elam ending? Yes. I lo- that, it's my favorite part of the tournament. It makes it that much more exciting because that's when, that's when dogs are made to me. That's <laughs> when we grind it out. You get down and guard, don't have to foul, you, you know, get, get a down, stop. You got to sit on it, exactly, <laughs> you got to sit on it. <laughs> Should regular basketball be played like that? Um, No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so because at the end of the day, that's much more um, prepared for your, your scouting and stuff. You're you're doing a lot much more detail, I feel right. like, in regular seasons and things like that. Okay, um, I, I like it, I like it. We're talking to Kamaya Smalls again. She's a part of the Founding Fathers, JMU grade, and 
you know, there was a chance that you might not be able to be available with, with, with these guys because you, you got back mm-hmm. in, into the league and, and playing for Minnesota for three games. But um, you've, yeah. you've certainly seen the uh, the business of professional basketball the, these first couple years of being a pro, haven't you? Absolutely. Um, I got the opportunity to play in uh, Indiana in my first year coming out of college. I went over to uh, Italy after that, um, played a season in Poland. And I got a chance to just play in Minnesota, so um, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely had my fair share of chances and opportunities and experiences. Tell me about this, this latest one with Minnesota. You only got to play in three games. So we were hoping it was more than that, but to talk about mm-hmm. that. How was that for you? Um, it was a great opportunity, a great chance. Um, I learned a lot of things in my time. Um, I took in a lot of things in my time. Um, every time I step onto those courts, I always, I always try to evolve. I always try to take back something to get better. So um, it was a great experience. I loved it. Um, we'll do it again in a heartbeat. You know, that's the the challenging part sometimes when uh, when it's kind of a the contract that you signed. It was you probably knew it was going to kind of be a short term deal. Is mm-hmm. that? But but it's still a chance to 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 get in front of of more coaches and players and scouts mm-hmm. and things like that, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, we don't look at anything as disappointment. Nothing about that was disappointing. Um, to even have the chance to go out there to play one game, to practice one time. With a WNBA team, that's a blessing. That's um, th- those are the chances that I've been working my whole life for, just to prove that I'm good enough to be there. So, um, I'm gonna keep stepping on it. We're gonna keep working towards it, and when the time is right, I'll be there. I'll stick there, and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, talk about your time overseas, uh, Italy and Poland is, is is where you've played so far. How's that been for you? Um, it's amazing. Uh, something I had to definitely become open minded to. But once I evolved, once I got into the comfort of just, you know, being away from home and just understanding that life will be a little different for me, I love it. It's great. It's, it's a great experience. You know, basketball overseas, uh, some people get it, some people don't, but, but it's a big deal over there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big deal. Depending on your country, very much so. Yeah. It gets feisty over there, too, just like it gets feisty over here. People are competing. There are a lot of great European um, basketball players. So we're de- we definitely go at it overseas, too. Is the game different? Is it played different over there? Yeah, for sure. You definitely see the difference in uh, American style and European style. Um, it's, it's much more physical, I want to say, overseas. Like they, they, let you, they let you go at it overseas. So I think that that's the biggest difference between there and here. Do you like that? Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> like someone, a little tough skin. We from Philadelphia, you know. Someone <laughs> toughen up a little bit. That Philly toughness, I got you. No, <laughs> we're talking to Kamaya Smalls, former JMU great. Again, she's uh, playing professionally right now, and she's been in the WNBA with Indiana and Minnesota overseas, and uh, Italy and Poland. But uh, what, who, where was your favorite so far, Italy or Poland? Uh, I have to go with Poland. Uh, really, I think because it was my second year, you know, so it, I was much more comfortable, much more open-minded. Is that a challenge to, to get over there and, and the language barrier, the culture? I mean, it's just a whole different culture. Is that a challenge? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's something that you definitely have to adjust to, something that you definitely have to, like, uh, want to want to be a part of kind of in, in certain ways. Um, it, it, it's challenging, but it's not impossible to catch on to. Yeah. And, and, it, it makes you. It probably grew, makes you grow up a little bit too to learn Absolutely. a different culture. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> did, did, did that did that happen for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think I was I was ever like immature. But right, you know, right. Like we go through phases of life where you 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 have to grow up. You have to start doing things on your own. Like this isn't college basketball anymore. Where people are setting up schedules for you. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a growing a growing spur in your in your life. 
You know, take me back, as we talked to Kamaya Smalls, former JMU great. She's a part of the Founding Fathers, and they'll play this Sunday. They've got a training camp that's going to take place later this week at the Atlantic Union Bank Center. We'll talk about that here in a sec. But, you know, take me back to uh, to when you first got drafted. I'm sure that was a dream come true. And then all of a sudden, uh, you I think you got cut, but then you got signed again because somebody left. And um, I'm guessing that was a whirlwind, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, we don't let anything get us too low because at the end of the day, it's all about a chance, an opportunity. And if you do everything right, it'll come back around. So, um, yeah, I got picked up. I got dropped. And I got picked up again. And when I <laughs> went out there, I did the best I could do. I gave my best effort. You and I've just been rocking out since. So you say you just kind of roll with it, don't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Was was it a dream come true to be drafted? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it can't get any better than that. Getting drafted on your 22nd birthday, <laughs> is it doesn't get any. It, can anything top that? I was going to say, that's, uh, that's pretty <laughs> special. You won't ever forget that one. Yeah, never. <laughs> We're talking to Kamaya Smalls, former JMU great. And, you know, talk about the future now after TBT. And uh, are you going to go back overseas? Um, I will be going back overseas this year. I'll be playing in France okay. um, around September sometime. We'll be playing in the French League and then Euro League. So. Is that a step up from where you've been? Yes, for sure. And that's the goal every year to keep, you yeah. know, taking it even if it's a half a step up. We're just trying to keep moving up the ladder. Do they do they welcome American players over there? They do, they do very much so. Um, obviously, it depends on teams. You know, right. everything comes down to personality and how good people are. But I haven't had any experiences where I wasn't welcome on any of my teams. Yeah, can we talking to Kamaya Smalls? And I'm guessing you can fit in about anywhere, can't you? Oh yeah, I think so. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah. All right, take me back to your JMU days. Um, obviously, it didn't end the way you wanted to with, with that being the, the COVID year, and you guys had an unbelievable mm-hmm. team. But uh, what, a, what a four-year run you had. I, I'm guessing you look back at those days pretty fondly, don't you? Oh, I do. It feels like it was so long ago, man. But <laughs> I look back at that, and I, I smile, and I laugh, and I'm like, Tom is just flying by. You know, take me back to that last year. You guys were so good, and you were rolling so so well at the end of the season. Um, mm-hmm. I think you guys probably could even get an at-large bid if you didn't win the CAA mm-hmm. tournament. But um, how? I'm I'm sure that's still kind of hard to think about, isn't it? Uh, just the way it all ended, and you not being able to have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it was very it was very hard to digest. You know, um, it took me a while to actually shake back from it because. I thought in some ways that that was going to affect maybe my draft stock, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to get that tournament. Um, so I think in that year we were the definition. When we say roll dudes, we were rolling, you know. And it was just, it was sad. It was upsetting. But it was one of those things I think that helped me grow in life. Like it was one of those things where you have to understand that it's an uncontrollable situation. It's not just ruining things for me. It's ruining things for a whole bunch of people across the world. Mm-hmm. So um, I really think that that was something that actually helped me going into my first year overseas, being open-minded about the uncontrollable things, about the things that are changing in life. Yeah, I, I, exactly. That's something, again, that, that made you grow up and, and just made you mm-hmm. kind of realize everything. But, you, man, you guys, was that the best team that, that you guys had while, while you were at JMU? Um, definitely. I think that, and I think one of the biggest things, it was it was our most experienced team. Yeah. We had been playing together at that point three and four years together. We knew each other's games. We were clicking on all levels, you know, on the defensive side, on the offensive side. It was really about just knowing our teammates, understanding the chemistry of our team. We were we were hot. We were definitely hot. Yeah, no question about that. <laughs> Could you tell from an early age when, when Kiki came onto the team, again, she's, she's still still around and playing and hooping. Could you tell from an early age that she was going to be pretty solid? 
Um, I knew Kiki Jefferson since she was since I was sixteen. Okay. She was like <laughs> like twelve. So uh-huh. yeah, I've I've known for a long time that Kiki had the heart, um, the mindset, the grind and the will and the want to, to be good, to be great. It's crazy to me, honestly, that she's at JMU doing what she's doing. I was just so excited to play with her that one year that I got with her. I've I've always knew Kiki was gonna be here. Did you uh did you kinda help recruit her here? I did. I did. I had to. That, that's that's like my little sister. I had to. We had to. We had to run it up in a purple. Absolutely. You know, when you look back again, CA Player of the Year, um, and just all the accomplishments that you had, did, did you even kind of outdo what you thought you could do at JMU? Yes, one hundred and thirty-five percent. If anybody was to ask me if they thought that I was going to be. Kamaya Smalls at JMU, like, I would have told them no at any point in my career because it wasn't who I was. Like, I knew I had the work ethic. I knew I had the grind. But I didn't know if I could shine with it, you know? So it was it was all – it was – this stuff to me really warms my heart to know that, like, when you work for it, you can get it. Yeah, no question. And, you know, and that's the one thing. If you, if you work hard enough, if, if you have that work ethic and, and you have that mm-hmm. desire, it, it'll happen. And that's the mm-hmm. one thing I'm guessing – that, that happened for you. Where did how did how did your game evolve at JMU? I'm sure it's still evolving right now, but but how did it mm-hmm. evolve at JMU and how did Coach O'Regan kinda of get that out of you? Um the biggest change, the biggest step I took in my career was the year, my going into my second year, when we lost Precious Hall after her fifth year scene, uh her fifth year, and we had to step up. People had to step up. We needed points, we needed offense, we needed leadership. And he saw it in me. He believed that I could be that. He believed, and he put like I was. I want to say that Coach O pulled that out of me. He pulled the dog out of me to evolve my game, help me to believe in myself more. Um, and I think that that was the biggest step we took. Once he saw that he could put that belief in me, we we've been rocking since. We've been shooting through the ceiling. Well, and, and again, you had a really really good freshman campaign, but but I mean, you were averaging about nine per game. You jumped up to over fifteen per game. Is that part of kind of what you're talking about that you need to become the leader and, and kind of take more of the uh, the onus of the offense and just be be more of a meet be more assertive with with your play? That's exactly what I'm talking about because I feel like if I didn't do that, um, that second year would have been totally different for us. And our second year wasn't the best year, mm-hmm. but I think that um, we needed a new leader. We needed somebody that that could step up and, you know, just talk to their team, you know, lead their team by example and things like that. And I think um, he did a great – I think he made a great choice picking me. I think I did my best to make sure my teammates were at their best. And um, we won some games, man. We won a lot of games. <laughs> yes, you guys did. No question <laughs> yeah, about we that. We're talking to Kamaya Smalls again, former JMU great, playing for the Founding Fathers. And uh, tell me about your relationship with Coach O. It seems like it's really, really good. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I see him as a father figure. Um he calls me every once in a while to check in throughout the year during their season. I'm calling him to check in. Like, man, what's going on with the games? Like, I see y'all getting buckets the other day. So we're always <laughs> checking on each other, chatting it up. You know, um, take me back to to being in, in, in Philly. And, you're, you're again, you're a pretty highly recruited kid. But uh, why JMU? Why, why'd you pick James Madison coming out of high school? Um, I'll keep it 100. It came down to Coach O again. I mean, yeah. the man was – he just felt like he felt like home to me. Like he felt like he truly he truly saw something in me. And not to say the other coaches didn't, but in some way somehow it just felt like he meant it more than somebody else. He truly saw something blossoming in me that I could be this. And honestly, my instinct wasn't wrong. <laughs> it was not wrong. There's no doubt about that. And that's what it's funny you say that because I remember uh, talking to Kiki last year at the beginning of last year, and I was talking about hey, why JMU and. 
Coach O, he's my guy. I mean, that's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the relationships mm-hmm. that he builds with his players is pretty special. It's pretty solid. It's super solid. Very special. Yeah, no question. How about growing up in Philly? Was was basketball always your thing? Oh yeah, yeah. We got we get to it in Philly. You know, we're playing out on the concrete. And by this time, I'm playing with boys who you can't shoot, you can't do this. And I'm <laughs> I, listen. We're gonna pop it back. No, you can't shoot and you can't do this. You know, so every day in Philly was a grind out there. <laughs> It's kind of come full circle. You're doing that on the on the playgrounds in Philly. Now you're doing it with the founding fathers, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, how about when you're all done with basketball? When when your long pro career is over, um, what what do you want to do? Um, that's a great question, and I really wish I could sit here and tell you that I have a plan, <laughs> but I truly don't. I don't yet, and I've been um, since COVID. I've honestly been trying to find. What would I want to be if I wasn't a basketball player? Like that was my waking, my wake up moment for uh-huh. like this conversation. Like, what do you want to be? And I could honestly see myself like, I can't, I can't live without basketball. I want to be able to teach somebody. I want to be able to pass on my knowledge, the things that I've learned within the game to you know somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think you should with, with uh, what you've done with basketball. But mm-hmm. you're hoping for a long pro career still, though, aren't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that always. Hope you don't make that decision for quite some time. <laughs> We're talking to Kamaya Smalls, again, former JMU, great playing for the Founding Fathers. And, you know, this week you guys got a, to have a training camp at the Atlantic Union Bank Center. You never got to play in that building, but have you been back I to see not. it? I have. I have, and it is beautiful. I'm, I'm honestly jealous. I'm super jealous <laughs> I'm sure that you they are. get to play it the year I leave. <laughs> it is beautiful. I mean, they deserve it, though, man. You know, that program has been building for a long time. Um, they've been going up for a long time, so they deserve it. I hope they keep treating it right. The guy side is, is lighting it up over there, so I want them to keep going. Is it fun to come back, everyone? I know you probably don't get back as much as you'd like to, but is it fun to come back? Oh, it's so fun. I love it. I love it so much. Just seeing, like, even even just talking to Kiki, just seeing how Kiki's growing up and maturing yeah. and evolving in the game. It's just, I love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, we'll see you later this week, but good luck this weekend, and hopefully you go get three wins and get to the uh, get to the quarterfinals, and we'll see what happens from there. But, uh, Kamaya, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.